Inspector Zell Jim, the Wayland Gap convoy is due for your attention. We have reason to believe it's become a haven of resistance. Well, I believe it, and that's reason enough. Find whatever cause satisfies you and clear the trade route for our own ships. I await your report. Everybody and welcome back to Six Feet Under. Today we are beginning gameplay proper of Renegade Scum, a Six Feet Under miniseries played in Galactic Second Edition by Riley Rathal using the Scum and Villains expansion by Jess Levine. Uh, my name is Grant. I will be playing a character called uh, Iser Munn today, and probably a number of NPCs as, as we play our GMless game. Uh, and now, who else do we have? Uh, Vel is here. Hi, I sure am. Somehow. Scheduling was hard. <laughs> so I am playing Lashalar, the mercenary. Um, specifically, I am a Rishi, which is a Star Wars bird species. Uh, there's actually a couple of those, apparently, but the Rishi are fun because they speak entirely in mimicry. They can perfectly mimic any sound they've heard. So their voice is the voice of other people that they've heard. Which is great. Uh, Six Detmar, hello. Uh, how how are Hi. you doing? And remind us who your character is. Uh, I'm I'm doing well enough. You know, uh, there's a there's a maximum threshold we can always be when we're here. Uh, which is not to say in this <laughs> server. I'm just sort of gesturing at the cosmos. Um, I am playing R zero G six three six, aka Roger the Scoundrel. This is a. Uh, a battle droid from a former huge battle droid army who is now uh, working as a, a mercenary and a criminal while uh, taking their taking their knocks and sort of putting themselves back together with a variety of parts from other robots. So you can still tell they're a battle droid, but only barely. Fantastic. Uh, Pauline Ragney. Hello. Hello. I am Bones, the mechanic who loves to tinker with machines and does not love to tinker with people unless the people are machines. <laughs> then it's kind of half and half. Medibot, hello. Hello. I'm playing as uh, Sediosi, who's a Lutatif, which is just a space alien I made up. Slightly spidery people who who grew up uh, on on a world where the force is used for farming and not much else uh, but they want to discover so much more and action shakespeare hello hello uh i'm playing the ace grace thorson uh she is human and if you want to learn more about those check your local library <laughs> um she is a, she is a human pilot kind of the normal person <laughs> of this set but for how long, truly? And I guess that circles it back to me. I should give a little more than a name, I suppose. Iser Munn uses the Knight Errant playbook uh, from the Going Rogue uh, expansion. 
Uh, also by Jess Levine. And uh, he is a Chagrian, which is the big blue guys with really tall horns and then a second pair of uh, horns, one over each shoulder on like head tails. Yeah. Uh, he is the last survivor as uh, uh, our uh, our Star Wars empire has been just like grinding up uh, all number of force traditions. He's the last of the guides of Benjarin. Uh, a bunch of sages and warriors. And so uh, we've all done a little bit of thought about our characters and our NPCs since you heard us record uh, Session Zero some time ago. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to, to bring all of those toys uh, uh, in, into play with one another today. So the way this starts is with something called idle dreaming. Basically, we've got our characters, we've got a sort of situation, six uh, outlaws just trying to scrape by in uh, uh, our version of the Galactic Civil War. And now we just talk about what that's like, and eventually we'll come on uh, scenes we want to play, an adventure we want to go on, and that's when our, our moves and the token economy start to kick up until we get to another point where we just want to take a step back and start like thinking about stuff and falling back into that idle dreaming state. So do we have any uh, uh, initial thoughts that jump out or like any characters or other notes we just want to uh, say that we came up with in the meantime? Like this is definitely going to come up a lot more in play, but I just like wanted sure. to put out there immediately that literally half of us come from extinct force societies. <laughs> in one way or another. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Oh, that makes four then. I don't actually know where I come from. <laughs> I, Wait, I, Roger's involved in the Force? I was found in a ship's reactor. Oh, that's fun. That's not where you find people, generally. That's, yeah, Maybe. that's like... I mean, that sounds like a good source of a Force baby. I, you know, it was a it was a deactivated ship's reactor. Oh, oh. oh thank goodness. <laughs> that different. makes a lot more sense, though. I mean, it's still a baby that came from a place babies aren't usually found. It's also slightly less cool, I'm sorry to say it. Life can grow anywhere. <laughs> true so uh do, do we think we all like hang out like we we have uh connections with one another that's, that was part of character generation back mm -hmm. in session zero but mm -hmm. like i don't think we're like a clubhouse type type set of no. people I think no no <laughs> there's just some like friend of a friend stuff yeah. happening i think i've <sighs> definitely lash has definitely done jobs for grace and worked with ivor Mm -hmm. And I must have met Sediosi before, because we had a talk about that. I don't know about Bones and Roger. <laughs> I think Roger is kind of, uh, it's, it's strange. People usually use the term staple of the community as like a positive thing. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think Roger has just worked with everyone, right? No, that Roger, makes sense. Roger mm -hmm. doesn't have to sleep. And so Roger just works all the time and just ends up working with everybody. Roger and uh, Iser have definitely, like, it, it even came up in our Session Zero mm -hmm. questions, have, have done a number of jobs together. And I think that really works because while Roger is a gun for hire, Iser is muscle for hire. Like, he's done yeah. a lot of just, like, show up and be intimidating while I go on my collection runs. Hey, uh, do a, a protection racket, but he's a nice enough guy to actually provide some protection when needed all the same. That <laughs> That's basically his, his career right now. Yeah. I was also thinking, like, one of my relationships that I already had set up is my job contact, um, this droid bartender, Plura. 
Maybe she's like <laughs> all of our contacts. It's the place to be. Yeah. Or at least we we all know Pluras. Whether we get jobs from Plura, we know Plura. Yeah. That's fair. Because like know Plura. we do have different skill sets. <laughs> I got a couple smugglers, a couple muscle. Whatever Sediosi does. D- does that mean we find ourselves uh, separately together in Pluris? Is that like the first image of our of our campaign? Oh no, are we meeting in a tavern? Uh, do you all <laughs> meet in a tavern? <laughs> I was gonna say, um, I feel like if if you don't want to all meet in a tavern, <laughs> I there is there is definitely a, a a scene in my head of if nothing else, uh, Grace and Bones. Mm-hmm. Are probably the people who probably have the most mm-hmm, mm-hmm. normal contact with each other. Normal, uh, <laughs> that is to say, which Grace keeps Not bringing work related. To- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Grace keeps bringing work to Bones's doorstep. But I think Grace is a very personable person, and I feel like enough times doing that, they would have probably established some form of rapport already. So. I feel like if if this were the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm, Grace's mm-hmm. introduction would basically come after Bones <laughs> as as the person who is who is about to bring trouble to Bones's day, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least in the form of more work. Just just yeah. landing in the landing in the shop. You know, it takes it takes a while to repair ships that broken. So there's a lot to talk about while that yeah. happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They can have yeah. a whole conversation. Bones, your shop has a roof, right? I I imagine the shop as being uh, its own spaceship that you you bring in your own ship, you dock to it, and then Bones ah, repairs okay. it uh, that yeah. way. And there might be cases where you need to land because otherwise, like the repair cannot happen in space. But that's only if necessary. Bones yeah. would rather <laughs> stay in space. Wait, wait. So if your if your shop is like a ship. Do we want to be like on a like a station to start with, like a space station? Yeah, it sounds like it. Ooh, sp- stations are good. Yeah, like a big colony satellite. Either either a space station or like a um, a convoy of uh, like bandit ships that just moves around together. A convoy is fun. Like so, Flora um, would have like her own ship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna or, say, does Flora have her own? Or ships? like a corner in one of the larger <laughs> ships, perhaps. One of those. But yeah, yeah. There's a Flora on every ship. <laughs> Actually, that's really fun. I mean, that's she's really plural. fun. It's a way to keep the whole group to like in communication. Like, I right? <laughs> I bet she gets really tired of being used as a, as the tin can telephone <laughs> for all of us. I don't know if any of you are familiar with the comic book Sillage. No, it's, no, it's it's French, so you you wouldn't. It, it would be it, difficult. It, it's a comic book about like a big convoy of ships mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. just travels together, and it's it's just all kinds of like completely mismatched ships, mm-hmm. but they have a government. Okay, <laughs> see now that's sick, but also exactly the kind of thing the Empire would want to crack down on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which makes it perfect. Like yeah, I, I imagine this convoy is definitely like paying their taxes, filing for for permits, and is like just barely allowed like the the slightest yeah. misstep uh there is going to be used as a pretense for a huge crackdown like the oh, stuff mm-hmm. we do but also yeah just rife rife with with different like organized crime greasing the wheels and, and making this thing work mm-hmm. uh, as it goes 
along the the hyperspace routes, I suppose. Yeah, this is also a great setting for our scum and villainy mandates to really come to the fore. I was gonna say, yeah, the the separation of scum and villainy really shines if this is a community based on constant travel, is that the scum's ideals of escape (laughs) are very Mm -hmm, much mm -hmm. in place. Yeah, the escape is finding a good place to settle down that'll accept us freebooters. Actually, the, the, the comic book in English, the title is Wake. Okay, I'll have to look into it because that is yeah, a yeah. sick image. It's kind of infamous for its first volume. The main character is just topless the entire time. And, you you know, you draw a topless woman in a comic book in France, no one bats an eye, like, no one cares. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be sexual, no one cares. In America, they had to censor it. So like, every single panel just has a black bar on her tits. <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't draw a shirt over it. No, they just put a sensor bar. I, I don't think oh, it would. Wow, yeah, I don't. I'm I'm seeing this and and it looks like you know a, a paint under a linebacker's eye, but across wow. her chest. <laughs> and she's yeah. already wow. painted there. I'm seeing this uh, yeah, this example picture. Yeah, she already has like a white tattoo there, and then they it just was, fill you know, it huh. in. Fill it, fill in the Poorly. blank. <laughs> yeah, it's just, <laughs> that's put bar here. That's the that's the easiest puzzle I've ever seen in the witness. Why do they even do this? <laughs> uh, like Jonathan Blow was high that day, <laughs> and this is the oh. exact sort of thing the Empire was trying to crack down. <laughs> Anyone topless in space? It's true. If you're in space, you gotta be in uniform. That's bogus. <laughs> so, do we want to, like, just jump right into it with the Empire? Like, maybe a Star... Or not a... Yeah, maybe a Star Destroyer, like, showing up at the convoy or something? Oh, yeah, it's, it's inspection time. They're looking for that slight uh-huh. toe over the line. Yeah. To, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this... Pr- pr- presents a great uh, reason for Roger to start doing stuff, because whenever dealing with Imperials, Roger needs to pretend that they belong to someone. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, independent droids, Empire not big on those. No, not a mm. fan. So, uh, Roger's looking looking to see, you know, one of one of the usual friends that, uh, that they can, you know, just be like, oh yes, of course, I am your, you know, battle and minor service droid and then whispering, do not push me on this. <laughs> do well, not for, fuck this for me. What it's worth, like, uh, uh, Bones tinkering with all kinds of electronics has a lot of, like, licenses, like, blank licenses for ownership of machines and droids and stuff like that, that she can just, like, rename. I'll grab that out of the pile. Just to set the scene, I'm going to take a, a I'm going to act as the mandate oh. and and say that like yeah, a star destroyer does show up wherever we all are on whatever various ship each of us our, our PCs happens to be at the moment. There like this is a procedure. This happens all the time. Uh, like lights flash, and uh, I'm using the move foreshadow a larger threat and gain a token. The mandate now has one token to mm-hmm. to bring to bear. I'm also, like, appreciating the mental image of, like, the Star Destroyer just kind of moving into place in the center of the convoy, and everyone yeah. else has to just scramble yeah. their ships out of the way, or else they're just getting like get nudged. Like a stone in a stream, right? Yeah. There's like, suddenly I, an obstacle they to They pay no around. mind to us. We must move. 
Yeah, mm-hmm, I'm picturing mm-hmm. them basically going out of hyperspace directly above the entire convoy, yeah. just loom, <laughs> and then just descend. Yeah, just <laughs> everybody lower themselves else. into it, yeah. and then TIE fighters are going to pour out to do an inspection. So, Terrible. where is everyone when the TIEs are inspecting various ships? Hmm. Like, what kind of ship would we be in? I know Bones and probably Grace are in the shipyard ship that Bones owns. Yeah, I would be too, uh, for, okay. for cover purposes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then it'd probably be easiest of all of us. Were. <laughs> yeah, I, I like to spend time there just, you know, finding little spots where I can, yeah, just, just set up some flowers somewhere, add a little color. I think I'm going to say... If it's cool with you, Grace, I think we were just coming back from a mission, so I'm just hanging out here because I... You had to stop here first because of the condition we left your ship in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wrote down miscellaneous damage. I don't know, like... <laughs> I don't know how much of our role-playing and vamping we're going to actually be doing in this game now that I've experienced the system, but it's interesting. But I'm prepared. Yeah. <laughs> if we ever... Mm-hmm. We haven't said we haven't had a scene yet is the thing. Yeah, I guess so. Just to provide a little uh texture and a little difference, I think uh uh like Lash has been hired as just like uh on-site security in one of the freighters. Like there's uh, uh somebody has something in a container that they don't want anybody mm-hmm. looking at. So he's just like, like okay, flashing lights. I set up my stool, cross my arms and just look like a, a brick of blue meat. Uh uh th- this mercenary sitting and and mm-hmm. th- this is his charge. He's just waiting, waiting for somebody to ask to go in the room. They can't go in the room. <laughs> Uh, just very seriously. Sorry, like, can't go in. And just like coincidentally, it's the next ship over from from uh, Grace's ship. Grace, what's the name of your ship again? Uh, the uh, the Cloud of Unknowing. The Cloud of Unknowing is is like dwarfed by this big uh, uh freighter that is at least part of it is full of just like rent a cube uh uh like storage wars ass uh uh, mm-hmm. uh storage lockers and one of them got you know a bodyguard on top of it or in yeah. addition to it you know what i think it'd be fun Dang. if like lash lives in one of those cubes <laughs> i just rent a storage cube because it's so much cheaper and like i just kind of curl up into a ball to sleep anyway is that comfortable <laughs> enough all I'm saying is that can't be good for your posture. <laughs> Alright. Well, I think that seems like a good first place to start if, uh, I'll take over the mandate as... Sure. One of those uh, really official-looking Imperial officers, like the slick mm-hmm. gray uniform with, like, Star- two stormtroopers behind them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is, like, coming up and inspecting every single pod in this freighter, and he seems bored out of his mind... And you're gonna give him an excuse. <laughs> so, so yeah, he, he's going by like with a like a, a master key code cylinder, opening mm-hmm. every locker and finding, you know, junk. What people put in storage lockers, yeah. right? Some some people are moving. A lot of them are vacant, etc., uh, etc. Et yeah, and you already know he's gonna want to look in yours, mm-hmm, the one you're mm-hmm. guarding. He's going to come up to Iver. Iser? Which one is Iser. it? Iser. Iser. 
So it's we lash, need to actually. inspect. <laughs> <laughs> we need to inspect every cube you are blocking the console. Indeed, I am. And uh, Iser stands up from his little stool, and like this dude. Uh, there, there's a reason he gets muscle jobs. Mm-hmm. He's big, he's broad. Uh, I think he's got the, like, uh, uh, sort of boxer wraps around his, his wrists and knuckles. Do you have, and like, a like a cool tattoo on his shoulder? He's definitely got a cool tattoo. <laughs> I think the stormtrooper behind the officer is like, uh, sir, I think there's a part on the form where you can say that the entry was obstructed and we can, uh, we can just, uh... <laughs> yes, it sure certainly is being obstructed. I'm going to have to ask you to move, sir. Oh, no problem. Would the stormtrooper backs up. <laughs> <laughs> I think this qualifies as my vulnerable move, find yourself surrounded, so I'm just going to take that token that the narrative is giving me. Yeah, it's yeah. standing right there. For real. Uh, uh... I mean, I might give you another one right away to put you in immediate danger, because, like, yes. he's ready to throw into an arrest if you say another peep that isn't moving three feet to the right. Iser is just going to, to stay silent, stay calm, and, and look at each of the three of them in turn, right? This, this officer and the two stormtrooper compliment, and just say, trust me, it's, there's nothing in there you need to know about. You can move on. The one who backed up says... It's got a trustworthy face. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, the, the officer turns to look at that stormtrooper. He cringes. Just gives him a glare and looks back to Iser. Make my day. You're under arrest. You already have one token if you want to, you do. know. I, I guess, do. Yeah, I got some. You can throw yeah. hands a little. Yeah, I, I don't want to resolve this yet. I want to make some trouble. I want to, okay, okay. like. Okay. Then I'm going to give you the mandate's token and put you under arrest, as you are in immediate danger of being carted off world. What what does arrest look like? Is is this just like a a big, thick cyber cuffs behind the back? Is is that the situation we're in? Um, I think that's what it would be if either of these stormtroopers was capable of turning you around to cuff you. (laughs) I think you're getting shot with a stun blaster. (laughs) Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll be up again in, like, five minutes, cuffed. So, so, I'm going to spend one of those tokens for the strong move. Mm-hmm. Survive a blow that should have killed you. <laughs> they think I'm out for, uh, uh, and, and waking up in the paddy wagon. Yeah. But, like, I no-sell a stun blast and then throw one of these guys across the hallway. Uh, and, okay, and- you throw the stormtrooper that had been silent this whole time, and the one who had been kept, like, trying to get out of the situation, just drops his blaster and runs. And the officer is just left there, very <laughs> confused and upset. You, you, won't be, you won't be getting away with this. And he runs down the hall. And Iser sits back down on his stool, crosses <laughs> his arms again, and, and waits for the next inspection. Yeah, okay, but this bye. time with, like, an unconscious stormtrooper across the hall. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a there's a there's like a, a couple of beats like we hang there for a minute on the scene and then from off frame the other stormtrooper like slowly steps in picks up his gun and runs back out again <laughs> not his friend so <laughs> he picks up the gun no, puts it on his not. belt grabs his friend just starts dragging him off screen <laughs> and and before we cut to what's going on elsewhere on these other ships, I want to use uh, the villainy move, foreshadow a concealed threat, and gain a token. Uh-huh. There's a there's a sickening 
uh, a glow that is coming out uh, uh, from the bottom of this door around Iser's yeah. uh, ankles. Whoa. I don't know what that means, but it means the villainy has a token for, for something mm-hmm. later. <laughs> for whatever terrible thing is in that storage cube. Mm-hmm. What's in the cube? Well, we were talking about it before. You want to cut to Grace and Bones talking about how much you fucked up the cloud unseen? <laughs> the cloud of unknowing, yeah. This probably happened a little earlier. <laughs> what did you did you want to say Lash was on that on that job too? Yeah, I think so. I I figure as we cut back, Grace's mid argument with uh Grace has a droid, by the way. Here's I'm introducing an NPC. How many times has Bone repaired a, the droid? The droid's usually okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, your droid's your navigator, right? Yeah, this is S nineteen J twenty seven, aka Sig, um, who is a who is a little who's a little guy. They're an S nineteen droid, which is uh, imagine R two D two, but built like I guess claptrap from Borderlands with no arms. <laughs> Yeah, These it's just a single a wheel. Like a week ago, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they are boxy knockoffs. Yeah, they are literally the knockoffs in in canon. They are they are knockoff astromechs, not made by the usual comp- industrial autom- automatons. What if your college uh, mini fridge could fly <laughs> a spaceship? Yeah. I don't know if it could fly, but it can at least tell you where to go. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Um, and yeah, that's basically what Sig does. Uh, it, it is it is clearly an anxious thing, but I truly imagine it only speaks in in the same beeps and boops. <laughs> so Grace is just having one sided arguments with it from anyone else's perspective. Grace well, figured can, out binary. Can, Who would Bones understand that? Because Bones yeah, understands maybe. machine, but not necessarily all machines. Uh, I mean, the astromech language is, like, a legit thing that most droids can speak, so Mm -hmm, if mm -hmm. you've learned astromech, you'd still be able to speak with it. Um, can I use a move? (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, what's up? (laughs) Bones admits she does not understand astromech language. (laughs) (laughs) And gets a token. Listen, okay. Look, I'll tell you what I was telling Bones. I've been flying this ship for 10 years. I would know if the starboard condenser vent was was having trouble. Look, it's it's perfectly fine. Grace, like, gestures towards this vent on the starboard side of her ship. You know, this thing could take a beating this side of the outer rim all the way to the inner, and it would be fine. Look at it. She knocks on it twice, and it just falls off. I am certain your ship was leaking the entire tri- trip back. Low Chris on air. S- staring on the, <laughs> staring at the vent that's on the ground now. What, leaking what exactly? There's a lot of things you can leak. Oxygen. Oxygen. Bones! Was very worried. <laughs> Bones! My good friend. <laughs> well, you're lucky I, I don't need that. Well, there should have been plenty of oxygen in there. There's oxygen for my guests, but I don't need it. Well, it's okay, because this was on my ship. <laughs> the cloud will need new oxygen. It's fine. We made it. We're- I I was breathing Somehow. fine. I don't know about I, you. I don't have that in store. Um, I don't think the nearby planet has enough. Like, it would, it would be mixed with a lot of other gases that I don't think you want to breathe. Uh, and that's a complicated process to, like, refine. Need new condenser. 
Yeah, we just need the we just need to fix up the condenser vent and uh, maybe a couple other things. Grace kind of brings up like a little <laughs> little sit rep that was put onto her data pad. Just just a laundry list <laughs> puts it into bones and say tentacles. Um, well, I understand we'll probably be here for a while. We always tend to to have a little pot. Look, I got some juicy stuff from you for you. Um, I I'll be the judge of how juicy it is. Look! Look! I was I was hearing some gossip recently. I was over uh, hanging around Batu, and and you'll never believe this, but Pazak, it's coming back in a big way. Oh man, I no love way. Pazak. Says Pazak Roger from will off never be back. <laughs> look, it's not for everyone, but I it, look. People were playing Pazak. I I got a few hands in. Does that mean I'm gonna have to to restock uh, gi- digital cards again? <laughs> Maybe. Look, I'm just saying they might be they might be coming back in a like big demand. Every time every time people come see me for those, it's like, "Oh, you don't have the specific one I want." Yeah, you better be stocking up on those plus minus fours. I guess I don't know. Is that the is that the popular one? I don't like, really play Bazak. I can jury-rig any card to be anything, but for some reason, if it doesn't have like the correct signature on it or whatever they don't accept it like they say oh i don't do proxies or some nonsense i don't know what that means are not tournaments legal (laughs) yeah i mean that'll probably get you can probably get away with that in the bar but you know if if they bring back the pizak con just just keep them away from the kids okay because because they're if you teach these kids to 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 start gambling that's what they're going to spend all their time and money on and that's and then and then we're just gonna have a whole bunch of these little three foot tall code chokes running around. And is that what you want? Is that what you want? Because that's what you'll get. Really, don't see the problem. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, like the inspection is coming to this ship, and like, um, uh, yeah. Uh, hey, six, Grace, tell- what really? What's on our, our ship that we stole that would be really, really bad for the Empire to find? Well, I was I was imagining we just got done delivering a stolen item, <laughs> so we might be the one, few people in the clear. Uh, That's not as fun, though. I'm that is not to, as fun. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's always I'm going to spend a token. Yeah, you go um, for it. I want to repeat an old mistake. Mm. Yeah, I I skimmed some off the top. I'm still carrying the <laughs> contraband. Yeah, Grace thinks we're clean as a sheet. <laughs> yeah, Grace thinks we're clean. Lash is carrying, like, I don't know, a little box of spice. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think just for uh, uh, the sake of, like, getting some uh, more of the world on screen, like, your your uh, trading card game opinions are interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah, uh, it's funny. By, by uh, a, a cocky rival gun for hire uh, uh, named Kiru Teverick, who just like uh, uh, walks by and is just like looking at you all uh, uh, and tosses like a big tarp inside. Like they're, they're three bays down and, and keeps moving. Yeah, K- Kiru is a uh, a Rodian uh, bounty hunter. She's the daughter of a water tycoon, and she ran off to become a bounty hunter because she thought it would be fun. Um, she'll probably run back to dad before too long, but for now, she's okay. having a good time. So, spoiled rich kid on on a thrill ride. Yeah, her her weapons <laughs> and armor are all very shiny. 
Nice. I'm using her as the face of the scum in this moment for the scum's move. Have what someone needs, gain a token. The scum now has a token. For for providing you, like like we said, honor among thieves, you've got a tarp and a warning. That's probably what you need right now. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Does the mandate come on board a Bones ship? They're three bays down. They'll be on. They'll be here soon. They'll they'll be said. here in, B- in Bones, minutes. Well, I mean, Bones is like um, uh, prepared, like forged documentation that uh, certifies that her ship is like a, a legit operation with uh uh you know accredited by the mandate it is extremely fake if they look at it like even for more than like five seconds they will realize it's fake uh so like the same middle manager uh with uh uh, like aspirations officer is now on this ship uh he walks inside with uh one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with one stormtrooper escort, <laughs> and he's clearly been having a bad day. I swear, usually there there are, there's more of them than this. Yeah, well, he what, appears what to have is two, isn't it? It looks Where's like he body? has two guns, so maybe that's it. Out sick today? Yeah, out sick today. <laughs> Wonderful. Your paperwork, please. Here it is. Uh, Bones shows like all the documentation uh, in like triple copies and forms, and it's like a big pile of uh, both paper, but also like uh, um, data cubes. Who do I speak to about this droid's ownership? Not me. Which one? Which one? <laughs> the armed one. Oh, I'm not allowed to have arms. Right, so back can... in the ship. I can take my arms off if that would help. Well, I can take one off. The other one, I... Roger is my work associate. Why is your associate not wearing its restraining bolt? It's underneath the cloak. You've clothed it. Wonderful. It makes people more comfortable. (laughs) I turn around to pretend to lift a box. (laughs) (laughs) You, You said that these forgeries are... Like, uh, uh... Paper thin. Yeah. So I think he's he's gonna see through the guys. Like, th- this guy is, again, like, one assault might be the the toehold they're looking for, but, but if there's also forgeries to be found, that means there's a pattern of criminal behavior all through this, uh, uh, convoy. So, yeah, I think he's going to discover it, and, like, you can just see... In a, a, a moment, like a shift in his bearing, a glint in his eye as he looks up at you, Bones. Once again, foreshadow a larger threat and gain a token for the mandate. <laughs> oh, we're building threats. <laughs> you've been found. You've been found out. The the mandate gets a token. Yes, yes. Does he does he bring this up? I am going to give my token to the mandate to tell them why they will regret something they're considering and give them ah. a token if they change their mind. Okay. Let's, well, how does that sound? What's that look like? Uh, Lash is going to stand up to her full height, towering over these two, and her like metal eye glows red and stares at him. Reconsider. These papers are fine. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, but before I like... 
follow along my thought. I want to have a conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is this is this just an opening scene uh, uh, of like illustrating the situation, and then we go have some crime adventures, or is this the moment where things go hot? It's either they go hot now, or they go hot in five minutes when he comes back with a battalion. I, right, right. Because the question is whether he uh, is willing to be intimidated twice in one day, mm-hmm. or whether it's time for him to just like radio in and uh, some warning shots that are maybe a little closer than than warning shots are meant to be uh, uh, starts going through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The mandate has a couple of tokens now. Well, they keep spending only them. the one. Yeah, they keep spending. Yeah. If, well, okay. If they do what I say, I give them the token. Actually, that's the point. They can choose to ignore if me. Is the question right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am. I am actively threatening an officer of the empire. And I'm thinking that this story might take us to the place where he denies this, and now there is an open attack. Like they they scramble fighters in order to seize this convoy. That sounds good. <laughs> That, um, that also okay. advances my fate of rebellion. Ah. It is inevitable that Lash will join the rebellion. Does he like? Does he like say no and then starts communicating to the to the ship to the star destroyer? I don't think he says anything. He just like maintains eye contact with Lash's cyber eye and uh, uh, like radios in on on his like uh imperial issue communicator yeah. like there there is rebellion festering in uh, <laughs> uh as okay uh, as, as suspected as he's doing this Gra- grace is feeling the <laughs> feeling it close in a bit. Uh, um grace so, immediately so shoulder I, checks him yeah as he's I, making I, his call <laughs> I would I, like to go one further. I'd like to use the vulnerable move, start a fight you can't win. I, well, <laughs> I'm shooting the stormtrooper. Okay. okay. All right. Grace is tackling the officer <laughs> as a vulnerable move. Make a rash maneuver that puts you or others in danger. <laughs> oh, we're all so much in danger. First of all, that radio, uh, I'm going to say that's the mandate's move. Put someone in immediate danger and give them a token. I'm going to fudge this a little bit and say that this one token gets spent six ways. All of us are put in immediate danger. Yeah, that sounds good. Every PC take a token for that. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, The Star Destroyer is on red alert now. And firing. Oh, God. Oh, no. That's really bad. (laughs) Holy shit. So... Alright, just to just a quick summarize. I'm just standing there being intimidating, then suddenly behind me, Roger shoots one stormtrooper, Grace tackles yes. the guy, this walkie-talkie goes flying out of his hand, but he got the message through. Hoping to buy us time. <laughs> and uh if any of you have any way of knowing what's going on outside, yeah, there there are TIE fighters starting to buzz. Yeah, the, well, the, the, we like, can hear their engines. Ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... They're not quiet. Okay, good news, Bones. <laughs> We're going to get to Bones. this list later. <laughs> we can still fly. As soon as, like, the, the violence start, Bones starts the engine and goes. It does not matter that the the uh, another ship is attached to her ship, that she just goes. <laughs> or at least she um, tries. Cool, cool, cool. I am going to spend a token... Because um, mm-hmm. I can see trouble before it happens, and I'm going to, like, make sure the cloud unseeing, unknown, whichever one cloud it was. of unknowing. Cloud of unknowing um, is properly lashed in, so it'll come with as we're flying away. <laughs> in the 
as we're trying to escape in a repair shop. <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't understand uh, why we're panicking. We got him. We're good. <laughs> no, we're not I, good. I think there might be several thousand more of them. Give or take. I forget about radios sometimes. We know, you know, back in, you know, the army, we would, we kind of got stuff built in. We didn't really use radios like that, so. Yeah, so you should be well aware. If you shoot a man, all of his allies know. You, okay, I, I always accuse organics of having a hive mind and they say I'm, I'm lying. You do then. (laughs) (laughs) Some of them. Speak. Speaking of radios, uh, there is like a transmission ping in the cockpit of the cloud coming in for Grace. Uh-uh. <laughs> Grace, Grace, I guess, <laughs> going through the port as to the ship that's attached to the ship that is now moving. And if you pick up on the other end is Iser Mung. Ah, <laughs> uh, hi! <laughs> Iser, long time no see. How's things on the repair bay ship? Uh... <laughs> Fleeing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you as a sit rep on this one. I, I went forward to the bridge. It's not there. Uh, we're floating dead in the water. Can you pick me up? Uh, y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on one second. <laughs> uh, this is my move. Call in a favor from someone you know. Give them a token. Hey, Grace, take one of my tokens. Hey, great. I'm going to use that token <laughs> to make a daring maneuver to gain an advantageous position. <laughs> as Grace... Uh, Asks if Lash is uh, strapped in. <laughs> so okay, what, what's, so the, what's happening? Because uh, uh, Bones' ship is the one's mo- moving. Yes, right Grace is about to detach. <laughs> yeah, Grace is oh. going to launch from your ship while we're moving. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that if I were you. <laughs> I would <laughs> finish repairing the reactor. Or any of it. <laughs> it's All right. fine. So <laughs> Grace says, hitting the latch. <laughs> Lash doesn't buckle in because Lash is too big for your chairs. <laughs> but she is big enough that she can just kind of brace against the hallway walls and she yeah. won't move much. We got handles. It's like it's, a It's very fast and the furious, honestly. Yeah. It's like a bus <laughs> yes. stop. Grace Grace uh closes the airlock and disengages mid mid motion to basically wheel back immediately. Okay, so it sounds like we're leaving Roger and Sediosi with bones. Yes. Yes. Staying with Bones. Sounds good. Bones is just trying to, like, evade and hide in, in like, the convoy of ship. Like, just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hide, the, hide the little, like, workshop ship in between other bigger ships. They, they can't find her. Like an antelope in the herd. Yeah. 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 I am going to have... The mandate gain a token by foreshadowing a larger threat as they literally just start <laughs> blowing up ships around us. Oh. The larger threat being that they're going to hit one of the ones we're in. That's the goal to avoid. <laughs> as Grace does some insane maneuvers through what is now a field of debris and moving ships. <laughs> increasing amounts of debris. Hey Bones, how are your escape pods? Asking for a friend. What escape that's this is not this kind of ship. <laughs> Look, okay, it may have had an escape pod at some point, but I needed the parts for for like the cloud of unknowing. Listen, I tried <laughs> just like putting on something that would let me get through the atmosphere and jumping once. You've no idea how many months it took to get put back together. I'm not doing that again. So, what do you what do you need to do? 
I'm just trying to fix. I mean, y'all are going to die. I would like to leave before that happens. <laughs> I like the idea that the reason that Bones doesn't have an escape pod is because they needed somewhere to put the bay that ships dock at to be repaired. <laughs> yeah, That's pretty good. I mean, there's that, but also, like, all the pieces of the escape pod were... Yeah, they ended up somewhere. ...in yeah. the shop at some point, and they ended up, like... Like, I think the reactor is just a newer ship now. <laughs> it's it's not ideal flying a ship of your size with an escape pod reactor. So Grace is, Grace is on the way back to... It, it was a neighboring ship. Like, there's mm-hmm. a little bit of distance now yeah, that, it was, that it was, bones start moving. Before things went went off, uh, it was the ship next door, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, you, you see it, like, listing and, and falling uh, uh, gently out of uh, a formation. What little formation there is at this point, as everyone has a different idea of how to, like, survive this, this attack. Uh, uh, with just, like, flames and smoke coming out of where the bridge would be. Mm. And there is, like, a flashing SOS lamp in, in one of the, the windows along the, the port side. Uh, hey, Iser, buddy! <laughs> yeah? I'm gonna need you to get, uh, I'm gonna need you to get to the port hangar bay. Uh, is there anybody else survive? Any other survivors? That's my lamp. If, if you're looking at, that's me. Okay. Oh, this is not gonna be clean. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of yeah I, I don't know if you're directly in the I guess I, I would imagine it's a hangar of sorts or at least a a spot for ships to park um hey hey grace can you keep a secret yeah what's up uh and after you say yes you, you just hear like some deep meditative breathing uh we we see Iser like with his his big uh, like boxer's fist wrapped around the, the medallion he keeps around his neck, as seen in the cover image of this podcast series. Yeah! <laughs> uh, and and with, like, a big exhale, he just, like, uh, uh, opens his hand to, like, tear off the wall of the ship and jumps out, cold-shirting oh. it straight <laughs> into the, uh, the <laughs> straight into Grace's ship. I'm okay. spending a token, reveal an impressive accomplishment that you usually keep to yourself. Wow, yeah, that's pretty like, impressive. <laughs> I would also like to give a token to the space between, because I'm that's invoking awe. Yeah, oh, hell no, yeah. yeah, Grace is like, <clears throat> Just staring awestruck for a second before she remembers that she needs to maybe spin this thing mm-hmm. to have an open door now. <laughs> Yeah, probably I, in the cargo hold this time. Not the, not the one yeah, that's think, next uh, to her. Lash is gonna catch Iser. So thank but, you. And just pull you in and slam the door shut behind you and start coughing. Oxygen low, oxygen low. <laughs> like in the oh, exact did not voice of, of a warning beep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, because like we're already, we've established that the part that we had broken that was so bad was our oxygen condenser which means we can't make more oxygen and we just opened the door into space <laughs> not a great move while we were low on oxygen <laughs> it, it's a good trick but i can only do it once a uh, lash nice to see you again nice to see you yeah i think um oxygen uh, lash being so big is feeling it faster than you two <laughs> yeah uh I guess I want to do. I want to spend a token, uh, take the lead in a moment of confusion and despair, 
<laughs> says Lash is losing oxygen and and not feeling great. No. Grace like literally leaves the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> um to throw on like you know this woman has spare oxygen. <laughs> That's good. That's good. She she busts out like the the emergency thing just straps the mask on <sighs> while mid-flight <gasps> uh meanwhile i guess what what are our others yeah up to i'm i'm curious about sediosi up in particular I haven't heard from from them in a bit oh goodness i'm i'm just kind of freaking out normally the inspection time is is not at all stressful for me is the thing <laughs> You know, all of all of my plants are on their approved list. It's it's usually you know not nothing nothing too bad. I just say hey, you know, how's it going? But but then you know then some other things happen. I hmm. Um. So right now I'm sort of panicking because this is way more stressful than inspections usually are for me. Um. But bones bones. Do they have weapons on us? Do they have a weapon lock on us? Oh yeah, this, they, this is why this us? is why I'm evading because there's a lot of like lasers oh, flying around. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> do, do you have anywhere to be? Um, somewhere where lasers aren't. Yeah, that's what oh. I'm trying to do. Okay. Um, there. Go there. Behind that ship. <laughs> Just evade um, behind that ship. Boons is not a good pilot. If y'all want to take over. Uh, piloting, <laughs> because you wheel. think you're better, uh, Bones will let you, because Bones might just do something else then. <laughs> Bones parallel parked one time. <laughs> like, I think, I think Bones I'm, looks at City of Sins like, how good are you at flying, at piloting? I mean, the ship just moves through space, right? We're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's the other person in here? Uh, it's Roger. It's Roger. Roger, are you good at flying ships? You know, I... It's a yes or no, Roger. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You see, like, Roger lift up a hand and, like, with one hand grab the other hand and manually, like, cross their fingers and say, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Take the wheel. All right. Uh, Roger uh, takes the wheel, uh, has a quick, like, forlorn glance at the unconscious officer who they were planning on, uh, you know, like, tying up and stuff. They're like, eh, I guess I'm busy. Oh, God, Um, that guy's still here. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, was a tank commander during the war. Mm -hmm. Um, Has, like, this is kind of like a tank. Actually would be worse at this if this thing were faster. I think it's. Um, I'm, I'm used to two of the three dimensions I have. What's, what's one more? I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna. The the thing I just did. I'm gonna do, um, do it as a lateral move. Ask, will you help me with this? And so I give a token to Roger. Ah, yeah, yeah. Because you accept to fly the ship, and now Bones can do something else. Like, for example, uh, jury rig a temporary solution while under dress, which also uses a token. You probably have a shield drive somewhere. You just got to hook it up to your own ship. Uh, that's that's what Boone's looking for. Some some kind of uh, defensive device. Trying to make a, sh- a shield, but there's nothing to make a shield. So instead, Bones makes something that makes the ship invisible mm-hmm. by like scrambling 
scram there's some sort of scrambler that like messes up with uh, radars and communications. The problem is that it scrambles literally everyone in the fleet. Uh, I think uh, Roger is like, wait, hold off on hitting that. Just a second. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to use a strong move here. Because um, just, I'm just getting all these tokens. Um, so basically, the pl- what, what Roger does is Roger uh, like intentionally gets them more actively shot at. Um, and then sort of like ducks right behind another ship and is like, hit it. And you hit the, the cloak right as a bolt hits the ship that we have ducked behind and blows it up. <laughs> um, and so it seems like we blew up too. I pull it off an absurd stunt to take advantage of an unexpected opportunity here. Uh-huh. That's pretty fun. So we are momentarily in the clear. It's a good thing that Grace wasn't at the wheel to see that happen. <laughs> right? How how convenient for for her own uh, mental health. <laughs> as as you are uh, spinning and dodging and s- surviving by the seat of your space pants, uh, there is a a blip, uh, uh, a message on whatever sort of communicator that uh, your your repair bay ship has. Uh, it's it's a bank transfer with a thank you note. Uh, from, like, a scrambled code, but, like, you've been in this... Bones might not, but everyone but Bones would recognize that this comes from uh, uh, the Dark Orbit Syndicate. Hmm. I was wondering when the villainy was going to get in here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Reveal that someone else is manipulating this situation and gain a token. Uh, Because, like, everything started with the inspection of uh, your ship bones, the secret bounty for kicking off uh, an Imperial attack on it is, uh, is awarded to you. Everyone thinks you did a great job doing some <laughs> deep cover shit uh, uh, making all this happen. And you just got a payday for it. That's oh, great. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> is that good? Why did I just get money? <laughs> I don't even have an account in that bank. Okay, I also want to do another pillar move. Sure. Grace, while your ship is flying pilotless for the moment, Mm because you're saving my life, it's going to crash into specifically the storage cube that (laughs) Izer was watching over and crack open the shell. Oh, jeez. Sig, I thought you were... (laughs) Now you're on this. Session zero. We're talking about like Andor. We're talking about like. <laughs> now we're doing Looney Tunes. Why not? We just nicked it. You know, it's not a direct. <laughs> yeah. You know, we just we just, we just bonked stole a floating cube. Whatever was in it, and I'm giving a token to the Liberation. Ooh. For complicating our vision of freedom. <laughs> That's good. That's good. And whatever in there is important to the rebellion, we'll find out later. So yeah, what's what's going on? Uh, all right, so the the, the cloud is—I'm just going to call it the cloud for short because I cannot. I'm sorry, I have not yet memorized the full name. That's what is fine. it again? The cloud of unknowing. The cloud of unknowing. I keep is... wanting to say unseen, and I don't know why. Well, that's <laughs> stealth mode. That's uh, that's <laughs> us right now. Hey, yeah, there you go. The cloud of unknowing has taken on some some extra cargo. 
Uh, but meanwhile, yeah, there. I guess if if Grace is on like first aid duty, I I think Iser might be piloting. <laughs> I think he has to now that we've hit something as the remaining person. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm I'm on the horn. I'm calling up like I think I'm calling up Roger. As like I like go down my list of like I mean it's it's lucky who, who, who you, can I call in a time like this you g- know given where I'm positioned whether you call Roger or Bones I would be the one who picks up so right right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so Roger on your personal communicator you get a call while yeah Bones is wondering like why she just got a wire transfer for a lot of money. Very suspicious money. Yeah, I think I think you know there's there's a bit of like like you know panicked talking and like loud discussion and Roger is like, can everyone be quiet for a moment? I have a business call, <laughs> <laughs> and picks up and says, R zero G six three six at your service. Roger, it's Iser. Uh, oh, you do bro. you know how to fly a ship? Sure. <laughs> Uh, that's good, because uh, I'm in one, and uh, it's not really my bag. Also, we're tumbling. Uh, can can you see Can you see uh, uh, the cloud of unknowing? That's a really... Oh, the ship's name. Right, yes. Uh, yes. Looks at the, like, the radar, and it's like... Okay, this one is either you or a meteor. This is probably you. Yeah, I think I can see you. Yes. Okay, which direction are we pointing? bad yeah you found us okay um <laughs> what would you recommend in this position okay so uh you're gonna want to okay your um your your hover treads are oh wait not okay um mm. so if you look to your right there's a lot of buttons i mean there's kind of a lot of buttons everywhere right yes um <laughs> there are gonna be these blue ones right okay yes blue ones got it okay so you hit the third blue one from the left or the right yes you're right, excuse me, from the port or the starboard? Oh, yeah, uh, port. Okay. <laughs> oh, you say port here, you don't say larboard? Listen, I just, I, I use whatever terms the person I'm talking to uses. It's just easier. Pushes that button, and one of two things happen. Either things stabilize, or a cappuccino is poured. Uh, <laughs> how, how customized is this ship? Uh, <laughs> it's, it is... <laughs> It's customized in a way that Grace did not install that cappuccino machine, but it's probably. <laughs> but there's an equal chance that it still activates. Roger, that was the wind. That was the windshield wipers. We're not even in atmosphere. I don't need those. Oh. If we're tumbling and it starts pouring cappuccino, that's just hot liquid everywhere in the cockpit. <laughs> okay, this is not all right. All right, we are dealing with a uh, a customized. Uh, okay. All right, no problem. We just need to bypass the controls a little bit. Okay, so if you duck under there, there are a lot of wires, right? This is not going to work. This is never going to work. Sig is <laughs> Sig agrees with you. <laughs> I'm going to say that Sig is 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 in a flurry of beeps telling you everything that could go wrong in this situation. I'm, I'm real quick taking a free token uh, on my vulnerable move. Respond to someone's hope with cynicism. I'm giving hey, Roger, Sig a token. You want to take a token for walk into a situation unprepared? I was unprepared. thinking about it. I was thinking about it, you know? <laughs> I, th- I think Roger's like, okay, so there are going to be some wires that look bad and the wires that look good. You actually, I know it, you actually want the bad wires on this one. 
They're all bad wires. She can't afford to get the good ones. Oh. Um. I'm hanging up. I'm hanging up. Great. Are you talking about my Help. wires? <laughs> so. Listen, I installed those myself, Grace says, coming up the stairwell from the cargo van. Oh. <laughs> We're in a fall. I think offhandedly, uh, Roger says to Bones, I was thinking some very unkind things about your ship, but I think actually it's better than I thought. I have more context now. <laughs> okay. The the last thing the last thing you hear is uh, uh, Iser calling out like, it looks like uh, we're, we're going to make a gravity assisted maneuver toward this planet. Uh, uh, if you guys wanted a rendezvous, that would be pretty nice. Um, in, in hell, or? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, as Grace says, I'm shoving Izer out of the way. <laughs> um, I'm gonna spend a token to, for get yourself or someone else out of harm's way. <laughs> as Grace uh. takes the wheel proper. Flipping a few switches you did not think did things for ships. Maybe even turning I mean, a crank. We still have the problem that there is a big hunk of metal over the front your viewport. <laughs> We're a little bit docked. <laughs> oh, that's just splatted on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're flying by radar. <laughs> yeah, well, Sig Sig Sig. <laughs> I need you to talk to me. No, not about that. I need you to be my eyes. Uh can you do it hey, how how often are you able to do that thing? <laughs> Says to Iser. <laughs> Uh, Iser is just shaking his head no. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Grace, does this ship still have guns? Oh, Flash yeah. calls out. <laughs> Grace says pulling a... <laughs> pulling a lever. <laughs> like, is it... When you pull the lever, does something fire? Or does, like, a turret pop out? Like, what happens? Yeah, the guns, uh... They're kind of, like... Normally nestled, they just like deploy. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are these like like get in a little bubble gun, like a B fifty two style, like Millennium thing? Falcon style? I wasn't gonna say it, but <laughs> <laughs> um, well, shoot, I was I was picturing forward cannons, um, though. So in my head, <laughs> I've, I've 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 asked this question before, and it was basically. Some form of cannon, maybe either on top or forward, but there's, like, a computer control for it. Mm-hmm. But it's about as good as that Atari Star Wars game for the arcade with the vector <laughs> graphics. It sounds like it's a job for a mercenary, Lash. Yeah, gun <laughs> deployed. To... Okay, I'm going to start a fight I can't win and gain a token. <laughs> against a box? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, against the screen. Um... <laughs> You no, can't I'm win start... or we die. <laughs> I thought you meant the TIE Fighters. Yeah, I, I did mean the TIE oh, Fighters. No, I'm just going to start shooting at them as we're... It sounds like heading into atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, gonna tr- I'm going to try and make sure none of them follow us, but there's no way I can do that. Maybe I clip one. Do any of you remember what planet we're, we were orbiting? I'm going by instruments here. It, it sounds like we're heading down towards this planet. Let's design a planet. Ooh, there is yeah. actually a chart for that in Galactic. There is. There is. We haven't played with the charts much. I love yeah. charts. I, I want to roll on the charts. Let's we roll on some roll charts. charts. Do we want to... I know another thing did... 
split that duty between like two people i think like one Mm -hmm. person takes one half of the chart uh did we want to do that yeah one person rolls a d6 to determine type of place and then one rolls Mm -hmm. a d6 to see where we land yeah sure sure this chart is on page 28 of galactic second edition this chart feels high stakes (laughs) (laughs) if we land in a mirage that's very complicated Okay, I rolled a three. We're somewhere crowded. Oh no! Nice. Okay, we're we got, over we some got kind of city planet. planet. Yeah. Oh yeah. no! <laughs> An ecumenopolis, they call them. Who wants to roll that second d6 and and carry the burden? I'll take your lives into my hand. Sure. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Get this good clatter in here. <laughs> All right, we're crash landing at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, Flora! Flora, watch out! <laughs> So I think I think what this means is that like it's it's not quite an ecumenopolis. This ain't Coruscant, but but you you take us down. Uh, uh, Grace takes us down into like a, a an outpost, an, mm-hmm. the sort of outpost that right. just has a place to refuel your ship and a place to refuel your belly. And uh, uh, so like, and we are smoke, <laughs> smoke and grime uh, uh, comes out of the port as as we. Uh, pop it up from yeah this long long skid and the first thing we see is uh uh just the neon sign of like pluras and then a a serial number to tell it apart from all the other pluras that's awesome like I, a herald's chicken shack i love this expanding lore of plura uh just yeah. being like across the galaxy <laughs> yeah i was thinking there were like three of her and now it's just ballooned <laughs> There's um, a plura on every planet. It's it's the Pokemon <laughs> Center of Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> she's Nurse Joy. This number expansion has been known to happen in Star Wars. So, <laughs> I'm I'm also picturing the comedic beat at the end of this is the is fully comes to a stop, wide view to show Plura's bar, and then the second condenser falls off. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for for bar on this uh. D66 chart. Choose two to three aesthetic elements. A live band in the corner. Shady <laughs> figures looking for work. An ongoing arm wrestling match. Gossip thrown left and right. Mandate soldiers on leave. And drunken smiles. Okay, we have to have Imperial soldiers on leave. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah, that sounds like the trouble. That, that's do. just that just Why fits too here? well with our luck like, so far. <laughs> I have an ongoing uh, arm wrestling <laughs> That's pretty good. Well, it was ongoing, but our landing kind of upset everything. Yeah. Oh, it'll pick <laughs> the music up. stops <laughs> and someone flips over a table as they lose the match. <laughs> it's halftime now, yeah. <laughs> uh, choose one to two rumored to be here. An illicit gambling operation. Someone you still owe. The second fastest smuggler in the system. A bartender with revolutionary sympathies. I mean, if Plura's here. I think Plura is both two and four. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, sure. So, <laughs> Iser is, as he falls out, he sees just exactly what they took down with them and and looks up uh, into the sky, looks down at his medallion, and uh, it's like, this sucks. Um, <laughs> but, but he goes in and just, like, tears off the, uh, uh, like shutter lid door that has mm-hmm. uh, come like two-thirds of the way out of the track, right? He, he helps yeah. it along to actually get inside. And uh, inside, there's like two briefcases and he, he comes out with them. 
I was thinking, like, this doesn't have to be what it is, but I was thinking it'd be cool if it was, like, various Force artifacts. Because mm, that orbs. would tie all of us into this. Yeah, it's it's the Force orbs we talked about, yeah. Yeah, the Force uh, orbs! So, okay, so instead of, uh, just for, like, the form factor, it's, it's two anonymous-looking briefcases. But yeah. we know, on the inside, that's Force orbs with, like, styrofoam packing. Mm-hmm. Just a briefcase full of orbs. Briefcase of orbs. I think what you have obtained. Briefcase. Full what of orbs. color are they glowing? Are they all different Initially, colors. Initially, it was first shown glowing in this really like menacing, sickly, like radioactive yellow green color. Right. But maybe that's just the the like average of all of their colors. There, there's. If we have a plural force, we have many colors of orbs. That that's just what feels right, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think from above, uh, Bones' ship comes in for a landing, and it is, it is like watching someone who has like played a <laughs> flight simula- simulator for the first time, where they like come in for a landing and they come to like a complete stop, like hundreds of feet up, and just very slowly inch their way down. Okay, see the way you described it, I was like, oh, so you mean you're coming too hot and you like crash against the floor and make another skid mark just like us. Oh, sorry. I should clarify. I have anxiety. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, me too. That's why I stayed in my ship. Crazy. <laughs> Everyone's landed. There are two ships side by side. There are probably a number of ships from the fleet either crashing or escaping down here and uh, uh Many, many, like, streaks of hyperspace jumps you can see mm-hmm. as you look to the sky in any given direction. And clouds of, of uh, uh, turbo laser fire still going yeah. as the battle rages above yeah. us. I'm, and I think I, probably, like, one patrol of TIE fighters coming in Atmo, Atmo just to, like, clean up the people fleeing into the atmosphere. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's so some of those explosions like, they're, they're are a lot closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, yeah, um, I'm, I'm truly picturing, like... Almost like a weird dark mirror to Luke looking at the two sunsets of <laughs> Grace silhouetted against the backdrop of destruction and escape at the same time. There's so many lights going on in the sky, like either crashing ships, escaping ships, or explosions. Uh, as the other ship, as the, the repair bay ship, which... We might want to name at some point. That, that we yeah, it's become pretty important really <laughs> quickly. We've we we given ourselves a little bit of homework for Between Sessions. It happens all the time. Yeah. I've never considered naming my ship. It doesn't need, It's just a box. Find a, find a song. <laughs> Look, like. it has a serial number here and there and also there because those are all parts from different ships. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if, if Bones doesn't care about naming it and it's a shipyard owned by Bones, we could just call it the Boneyard. Oh, I like that. Yard. It's the the bones yard. Bone hates it. <laughs> everybody's all everybody's already we been all calling call it, it this. that, and you hate it. <laughs> well, what else? But what else could you call it? Bone will get grumpy every single time you name it the bone yard. Repair box. <laughs> but but that's that's not what it is at all. Just to be so, clear, me Ragney, I love it. Bones hates it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Iser hops down with his uh, large briefcases of orbs and uh, uh, just shouts out to uh, Lash and Grace. Uh, Boneyard's here. Ah! Good. <laughs> Grace is visibly relieved after after witnessing all of that. 
to see <laughs> her friends actually alive. I think Lash is going to just, like, hop out of the ship and pick up the condenser that fell off and just throw it back into your cargo bay. Yep. <laughs> That's where the other one went. <laughs> yeah. Between me and Bones, we'll get this thing flying again. Bones is not happy because Bones wanted to leave immediately. Bones does not understand that uh, leaving during a battle in space was not a good idea. Like, they would have found... They would have been found. (laughs) So I'm thinking, as, like, half the convoy is destroyed or fleeing or gone, they're all split up and scattered to the four winds, a big hut ship that was the head of the convoy... Uh, uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh is approaching the Star Destroyer and just takes it out with, like, a single massive pulse laser. (laughs) And there's all these explosions, and then suddenly one big explosion. The Star Destroyer in the sky cracks in half, and then silence. That was dope, says Roger. (laughs) The battle's over. And they gain a token because they revealed that they're in charge. Yeah! (laughs) The Huts control this territory. I suppose that's... Probably the best ending we're going to find today. Uh, that's That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I had a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and so so next time we will come back with uh, uh, the, the mysterious um, sort of conspiracy to cause the, this battle that Bones finds herself in. Uh, I've, Iser has a briefcase of orbs that he promised would get uh, uh, safe to their destination. Uh the six of us are shipwrecked and need to, to scrape by to survive as we always do. And yeah, the, the balance of power in uh, this sector, in the, the uh, underworld especially, is being threatened. The, a change is on the horizon one way or another. And that, that's where we leave off. Uh, that, that's the status quo we find ourselves in here in session one of Renegade Scum. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I disagree. You're shipwrecked. I am temporarily stranded. this thing will fly again that's what i'm saying but uh thank you all for joining us as we kick off uh this game with gameplay proper uh session zero was a lot of fun but session one that's where it's really at uh again i i'd like to uh mention everybody who is making this show with us uh that is medibot and pauline and six and vel and ashen shakespeare and grant and me, and my name is Grant. <laughs> uh, you can find everything we do at sixfeetsunder.com. That's S-I-X-F-E-A-T-S-U-N-D-E-R.com. We're also on Twitter, on Tumblr, and on co-host. And uh, the one I want to mention is we're on Patreon. Our Patreon was on an 18-month hiatus. Uh, but wouldn't you know it, uh, fees still happen even when we weren't charging our backers. But uh, we've had a, a real heartwarming uh, raise in that line after we turned it back on and people saw all the good stuff we're making now. Uh, this show, um, the ultimate edition of Let's Play the 13th Age. Yuria, <laughs> uh, one of our longtime players and uh, often editors, has taken it upon herself to... Uh, re-edit the early episodes of Let's Play the 13th Age, the very first Six Feet Under series, uh, and bring them up to snuff with what we do now, which is like using some uh, audio magic plugins to to clean up uh, the source (laughs) a little bit, uh, adding in music that had not yet been composed when those episodes were were recorded and released. And uh, uh, that... 
that's uh, turning out to be something very special as well for people yeah. who are just curious about our early days or uh, longtime listeners who are maybe a little nostalgic and want a reason to revisit uh, uh, the rogue elements, uh, several of whom, uh, or their <laughs> players, are in this game. Hooray! Woo! I don't know when the next thing, the next time we'll be recording, so I should probably just plug this now. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, if you're hearing this, uh, there will probably be... To, you know details to be to be revealed but that i should be hosting a uh charity stream marathon for uh mm. for you know lgbt causes to be determined at the probably the last saturday of june is when we generally do these things so oh. i figure i'll put that out there and in case anybody's listening twitch.tv slash and shakespeare there will probably be a great cause happening <laughs> awesome <laughs> details to be revealed <laughs> I do have something to plug. Uh, I just realized. Please, please. Um, on uh, Friday, June the 23rd, uh, starts Power Up with Pride. Uh, ah. Yeah. Uh, uh, streaming marathon. Uh, and I will be uh, playing in that marathon at 4.40 uh, p.m. Uh, on that day, I will be showcasing uh, one of the deep dungeons of Final Fantasy XIV solo. <laughs> A dungeon that you, typically you want to do it with four person. I'm doing it solo. <laughs> well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, we will definitely be sharing those on uh, the Feats channels as well, both of those mm-hmm. events. Uh, so I guess all that's left to say is we're really excited to, to keep building and exploring uh, this galaxy that, that we're making as we go. And uh, look forward to that next time. But until then, good night, folks. Good night. Good night. Good night, folks. Good night.